Hey, Matt, let's tell our six listeners, or are we up to seven now? I'm not sure, about our new recording buddy, Riverside FM, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Yep, Riverside FM lets you record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a 1,000 miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. And it's as easy to use as that meeting app everyone usually uses for recording, but has much higher quality audio and video. And they have a mobile app, so guests can connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for the final girl of recording platforms for podcasts, webinars, and other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. That's S-H-I-P-I-T to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. This is actually why I think you were remembering um, uh, Roger Rabbit. Okay, yeah, please dig Christine in. releases a freaking <laughs> anvil. There you go. That was tied up to the ceiling. Maybe, maybe that's and it. And it smashes Mrs. Ganish's head. Maybe that's and it. And her eyes pop out there and fly into Christine's face. There it is. Okay, good. We got it. Hey, peeps, this is the Scary Movie Project, the podcast where we talk about scary movies, share our perspectives as filmmakers, where psychics are real, and so are our spoilery spoilers. I'm Tara. Hello, all you scoundrels out there. I'm Matt. Um, Tara, I want to tell you about this um, person that I know. Uh, Would you like to hear this story quickly? Um, Yes. Well, it's about this woman, um, Christine Brown. She has a good job, Mm -hmm. a great boyfriend, and a bright future. Okay. Problem is, in three days, she's going to hell. <laughs> oh, no! That's terrible, I know. But it's entertaining for us because we're talking about the 2009 film Drag Me to Hell. So thank you oh, for joining us yes, as we, we are. discuss this this evening. And this was requested by uh, Faith. Faith, we, we think you're a listener. We can't find your request, but we have it that you requested this in our list. So... Whoever you are, wherever you are, call us. Is it possible <laughs> that it's the band Faith No More requesting it? Maybe Faith No More requested it, mm-hmm. and I just thought it was like first name Faith, last Faith, last name No More. Okay, hey, it's it's possible. Whoever requested Faith, it, No More. Thank you, because um, I've seen this film before. I saw it when it was released many years ago, and I watched it again. Um, I enjoy it. I like this. Movie. Yes, thank you, Faith. This is such a fun watch. Yes, it is um, fun. Fun. So this That's ma- the word for this movie. It's, it's fun. It's fun. It's just fun. <laughs> it's fun. Um, so this came out in 2009, directed by the inimitable Sam Raimi. Who I hope you everyone is aware of because he's pretty famous. He's he's pretty big. He's done a, he's um, done a few movies you heard of. Yeah, maybe so, like yeah, just a Spider Man. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Evil Dead stuff. So, I mean, you know, what one of the Spider Mans? Well, least. there's like a thousand of them now. I think there's a, f- a few of them. I'm not sure how I, many he did. I saw a commercial for a new one the other day, and I just said, I don't even know what's going on anymore. How how many are? I mean, you know, there's a lot of like Halloweens and you know Nightmare on Elm Street. So that's fair, like, but 
how many Spider-Man? There's like sequels and there's like reboots and there's like alternate universes. Yeah, I don't understand. And then there's like there's the cartoon one where there's like several Spider-Mans from Spider different <laughs> from different um different like modes planes of reality, planes of existence. So you, you've which actually was me. a really fun movie. Um I saw the one with um you know What's his face? Toby Maguire, and that was it. Oh yeah, yeah. We that went to see it. the cartoon one with our friends and their kids, and it was so much fun. Okay, good. With the kids there oh, because yeah. they were like enthralled right. and loving it. Right, right. So it made it so much more fun than just going to see it ourselves. Right. Yeah, um, I can't keep up with that stuff. So, um, so interesting note here though about about our friend Sam Raimi. He's our friend. Okay. He did not originally want to direct this himself. Is that right? He asked Edgar Edgar Wright to do it. I thought you were going to say he asked Edgar Allan Poe to do it. I thought, but he's dead. No. He's dead. He's, he's dead. <laughs> Edgar Wright though was working on oh, Hot Fuzz. Oh, Edgar Wright. He did. Uh, what else did he do? He did a bunch of stuff. Yeah, um, Hot Fuzz. Oh wow. Yeah, Hot Fuzz. Um, I think I'm blank. Drawing a blank mm, right now. But anyways, name. he was yeah, working sure. on Hot Fuzz, sure. and he also didn't really think he was a good fit. So he turned it down, okay. and then Sam Raimi decided to direct it himself. Shouldn't have turned that down. Oh, well. Live and learn. It was – well, you know, maybe it wouldn't have been the right – like the movie that it is Could if be. Edgar Wright had done it. It's possible. I think he said something about that it would turn – what did he say? It would be like a – he said something like that it would be like a an SNL skit of it, or I can't uh, remember exactly what he said, funny. but he said something like Saturday TV Funhouse. Those were great. That like yeah, that like however it was, it just wouldn't it wouldn't work right with him. So this movie um, reminds me of of kind of reminds me of two films, Who Framed okay. Roger Rabbit, and huh? and it reminds me okay. of The Frighteners. Wait, why does it remind you of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I, I need to dig into this a little. I bit. don't really have the answer for you for that, unfortunately. Okay. I, I don't just know. Just made you think of it. I don't know how or why that is. There's some something in my subconscious that made me think of this movie for some reason, and it reminds me of the Frighteners a little bit. I don't know if you ever saw. Okay, the Frighteners. so do you have a reason for reminding you of the Frighteners? I think just kind of the surreal, kind of weird, just wacky stuff that kind of seems the, to happen. Like, yeah, because some weird stuff happened. Yeah, okay, but that's that kinda, makes sense. That's kind of Roger Rabbit too, I guess. With the slapstick stuff, I don't know. It just seems like. Out of, I guess. I mean, there are I, definitely I there are definitely parts of this movie that are funny. Yes. Like there is there is, like we said, there's fun yeah. in this movie. Yes. There is there is enjoyment to be had when she gets her mouth puked into like yes, three times in the I'm movie saying, right it's like, so gross yeah. and it's so funny anyway that's yeah oh okay so okay okay so we know it was directed by sam raimi we know all that now it was also written by sam raimi and his brother, his brother ivan right, raimi right, yeah yeah um how many brothers there's like it? four of these brothers aren't there there's like a ted and... i believe there's Four and one of them died as a teenager or something. It's like these Canadian hockey players that are all like brothers that all play in the NHL. It's like what this is what well, is this so all about? Ivan is apparently like an osteopath or something. Like he's he's a practicing doctor, and then he just like I guess every once in a while takes some time off and writes a movie with his brother Sam. Dude, that's not a bad way to live like, your life. <laughs> Jeez, okay. I'm like I know. I'm like I'll take that life, Seriously, please. Man. Thank you very much. No shortage of making cash. <laughs> Wow, anyway. So they wrote this in like around 1992, right oh, really? after they completed ago, wow. Army of Darkness. Yep, right. Well, and, okay, yeah. 
Well, but then like Sam Raimi was pursuing other projects before he came back to this. That's so how it took every, him a while. These guys to get are always working on something else, right? Yeah. So, so what? That's like that's like a good seventeen, eighteen years before before it came out. Oh, yeah. After he wrote it, it's a long it. time, man. It's a long like, time. So it was it was yeah. probably by the time they started working on it, it was at least fifteen or sixteen years later. Yeah. How about that? Um, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Interesting how things just sort of sit sometimes. Writers, same way. They they write stuff, they put it away for a while, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. And then you always um, wonder to yourself, like, well, why didn't you work on this? This is amazing. But that's how we think about it. And then sometimes maybe you do work on it later, or sometimes you just – it never sees the light right. of day. Like, right. I have stuff that, like, I've started writing several times, and I know the whole story, but I haven't, mm -hmm. like – I just haven't been in the right like place to write the whole thing, I guess. I haven't right. gotten there. Someday I will be, I hope, and then I will get it out. And then everyone will love um, it. Yeah. But not to compare myself to writers like Sam and Ivan Raimi. Right, that's <laughs> because okay. Yeah. You'll make something the world They're will a love. whole different ball game than me. But um but yes. So also remind me, because they they, you know, they wrote it so much earlier, remind me to tell you the the original idea for the ending after we go through the movie. Mm, okay. Don't let me forget to tell you that because it's kind of it's it's kind of interesting, I think. Okay. Um so are we ready to dive in? I, come on, man. The water's nice. That's so what's what I came here for. Um so we open on like some scary violin music. Yes. And then creepy voices singing. Um as a farm worker brings his wife and his son to Sean Sandina, um, this woman who lives in a very nice mansion. Um, and I think they're in um, – we find out later they're in like I think Southern California somewhere. Yeah, of course. So they're telling her that their son has been hearing voices and that he stole a necklace from a gypsy wagon. But they returned it, you but still wanna, he like he stole it. Mess with – oh, God. And – all right, so I was going to say there's actually one more movie this movie reminds me of. Too. Oh, no. Um, Thinner. Did you ever see Thinner? Oh, ages ago. Yeah, because it's the, 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 whole, the, the whole curse thing. It reminds me of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to do that at some point. I haven't seen that in many, many years. It's not a great movie. The story by Stephen King is great. The movie's meh. But eh, you know. So this movie, yeah, so, three different movies. But wow. So while we're, on, while we're on the boy stealing the necklace from the gypsy, we should talk about the word gypsy for a minute. Okay, let's do it. Okay, because it is considered by the Roma to be a derogatory term. That's right. But they use the word in this movie. Mm -hmm. So just like it's in the movie. It's I th I feel like they're not using it as like as considering her to be a Roma, but that they're they're more playing on the like I had I the feel of the word. But it's still it's it's a little problematic, so let's just like get it out in the open right up front. When I was in Romania, I wanted to travel the countryside and visit with the Roma and the Gypsies, but I did not. So, but I would yeah, I think so, that would be fun. Yeah, I mean they're very interesting people. Absolutely, um, I wanted to hang out with them. But I think the because Gypsy, you know. We use the word, you know, oh, I've been gypped, and that's a shortened form of gypsy, mm -hmm. and it's it's just kind of something that I think most of us don't realize. Well, it's a stereotype. Is a derogatory word, it's but a, it kind of is. It's so, a stereotype thing, just like in any of these movies, like in Thinner and stuff, when they 
the gypsy put the curse on you. It's like, that's just so, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it's lame. I know, but yeah, it is. Yeah. What it is. It's just one of those things that, you know, we didn't know better when this movie was made and now we do. Sure. So, so yeah, we try to do better now. Um, anyways, he stole the necklace and they take the boy inside. Now he's like seeing things and Shauna Sandina starts praying over him. And then an invisible force blows the doors open and buffets everyone in the room around the whole room. Um, and it picks up the boy and hurls him like out the door of the room and over the balustrade onto the floor below. And the boy's still alive, but the floor cracks and opens up and fire is down there and like huge hand grabs him and drags him down. And then we get the credits <laughs> and um, the credits are cool. They're kind of in the form of like a book Yeah. and the line drawings are really good. Yeah, yeah, um, pretty neat. And in the book, it says um, the like one bit of writing that I caught is said, it says it takes three days for the curse to develop. Yeah. Kind of like, that's kind of like when we talked about the ring and in six days, when you watch a movie, you're, you die, right? Or whatever. Seven days. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's, <laughs> I mean, no, thank you. It's, seven days yeah no no yeah. i'm good <laughs> yeah <laughs> no thank you Thanks. um so yeah this says it takes three days for the curse to develop so so from that we can deduce this movie is going to happen in over the course of three days at least three days yes <laughs> yes at at least because you never know what might happen well you know except that we know um so we'll tell you <laughs> So now we're in a big city, which again, I think is in Southern California, but I wasn't ever sure exactly where it was. It's LA or it's, you know. Yeah. I, if it was LA I, or, or San Diego or, I don't think it's or San, Di San Francisco, no, maybe no. San Francisco. Not if, it's, not, if no? it, not if it's Southern California, it's not San Francisco. Um, oh yeah. That's right. It's probably not San Diego. I'm guessing it's LA or it's a suburb of LA or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they show a um, cityscape, and mm -hmm. I did not recognize it, even though I lived in L.A. for a little while. I, I did not recognize it. Uh, yeah, Southern California, that'll work. We'll go with that. So it's in Southern California in a big city, probably L.A. Yes, let's say L.A. Christine Brown, pay, played by Allison Lohman, mm -hmm. um, drives as she listens to her diction practice. And oh, she's right. saying, good sounds abound <laughs> when the mouth is round. <laughs> round, round, round. <laughs> And um, here's here's your uh, your next big tidbit. Oh, okay, lay it on me. Guess who was cast as Christine but dropped out to star mm -hmm. in Whip It? That would be because mm -hmm. you have no idea. I can tell. I don't even know what Whip It is. That would be. I think it's a dance movie. I mean, I'm I know. Not sure. I know the Devo um, song Whip It Good. That's a good yeah, the Devo. But I think it might be. I I'm think not it aware might be of one of those. It's a dance anyway, or a cheerleading who, who movie is, or something. Anyways, is, is. Elliot Page. I don't know that person. So Elliot Page used to be Ellen Page. Okay. Um, I don't know either person. You don't? No. Tell me, tell me <gasps> movies this person's been in. Um, currently, Elliot Page is in um, the Umbrella, the Umbrella Academy. Hmm. Um, Elliot Page has been in. Let's see. Hard Candy is my favorite, but it's not a very big movie. I haven't seen that, but I know about um, it. Juno. I haven't seen it. That movie about but the I girl know. who's yep, pregnant. Sure. That was a pretty big movie. Okay. Those are the ones I can think of offhand. All right. So this, okay. So um, that was going to be the role played by. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be played by Elliot Page. Okay. Um, but 
but uh, he dropped out to star in Whippet. Okay. And Whippet I don't know. Good. I think it would have been. Yeah. I think it would have been a very different movie. Um, well, what's her face? Al Loman, she did this, just, but I don't. Even, she's not even like an actor anymore, is she? I'm not sure. I don't think she is, and she really hasn't anymore. done much. But she but has. She's good and she it's has fine. so much of a more like innocent, fresh from the farm yeah, look. Yeah, she, she's than good, yeah. Elliot Page yeah. did at that time. I would agree with that. That's that's accurate. That I feel like it would have been strange with Elliot Page because Elliot Page seems more. More, a little more like worldly and a little mm. more. Okay. I don't know. I just, I think it would have been very strange. Um, anyways, yeah. she's listening to her diction practice. And because as we will find out later, she is from a farm and she's now in the big city right. in California and, and, um, and everything. So she's trying to like lose the farm girl right. and be like a city girl. Hip. Yes. So she parks and she goes into her job at a bank um, and she asks her boss, Mr. Jax, who's played by David Paymer. And I cannot remember for the life of me what he's in, but he's, he's in a, so he's in a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like I saw him and I was like, I love him. Yeah, he does TV, I don't yeah. remember what he's in, but look, I love him. You, you'd look his name up and you'd see his filmography and he'd be like, oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. Oh, I know yeah, that. Yeah. 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 You'd be like, right. oh, I remember him. That. Oh, yeah. Of course he was right. in that. Oh, yeah. Right. I know. But I, but yeah, I just, I never remember what he's in i just know i love him um so she asks her boss mr jacks if he's decided on the new assistant manager position yet and basically it comes out that he's you know he's considering her but he's also considering the new guy Stu. okay is well you may not know i don't know if you watch these is Stu johnny tran from fast and furious I've never watched any of the oh, Fast and Furious movies. Oh, they're so good. Um, I have no I idea. I love them. He is in Fast and Furious, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay, well, never mind then. But I'm pretty sure he's Johnny Tran <laughs> from one of the Fast and Listeners, if he's Johnny Tran from Fast and Furious, please let me know because I think it is. I'll look him up. Okay, well, or you can look it up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Or you can do your own homework, Matt. Fine. <laughs> well, I'm trying to engage our listeners here. And come on, listeners. Yeah, yeah. help us anyway, out here. He's in Fast and Furious. Um, no, you're right. You're right. We want our listeners to help us out always. Fine. I'll look it up right um, now. You keep going. <laughs> okay. So Stu is the new guy, yep. and he is being considered for assistant manager as well as Christine. Yes. And Mr. Jax asked Christine to get him a sandwich, and Stu, like, walks by and was, tells her to grab him one, too. And is like, uh, spicy mustard. Oh, right. The sandwich ordering thing. He's like, yeah, grab me one too. Spicy mustard. And um, so Christine then goes and she eats lunch with her boyfriend at his job. It's Clay Dalton. That's played by Justin Long, who, the Mac guy. Who is the Mac guy. That's right. The, I, I, I used to love those ads. I wish they, had, I wish they hadn't taken those off. Those were entertaining. And he is also in mm -hmm. Jeepers Creepers. Yes, he is. Um, in this... As I said, he's Christine's boyfriend. He's a professor. Um, and she, like, fixes his printer for him. He says it's broken and it can't be fixed. And she, like, finds a paper clip in it because she's super smart. Yes. Um, super smart. I guess. Not just and, smart. Um, and she smart. gives him a special, like, collectible coin that she found at the bank. That's right. And he puts it in an envelope to keep it. Um, then Christine's leaving. And as she's leaving, Clay's mom calls and immediately starts talking about Oh, that girl, and like she doesn't know who she is because they haven't met, and she's like talking about their expectations for him, and telling him about another girl that they'd like to see him with. 
Mm. Like, oh, I was talking to her mother at tennis and blah, 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 and, you know, all this stuff. And Christine, like, overhears it because she was, she literally had, like, just scooted out the door. Right. She, yeah, she's kind and of And she leaves. Right. She's very sad. Yes, very and sad. And then she gets back to the office with Stu's and and Mr. Jack's um, sandwich orders. And Stu, like, negs her about messing up his order. Like, he's like, oh, you messed my order up. Yeah. And she's like. I told you I didn't want mayonnaise. Like, no. <laughs> No, I didn't. He's no, like, it's yes. cool, though. I said, no, mayo. It's cool. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And she's like, uh, no, like, what? Right. Messed so he totally head. is just a complete dick to her. Pretty much. Um, And then right after they eat lunch, he gives Mr. Jack's Lakers tickets. You like courtside seats. <laughs> Right, like courtside seats to the Lakers. So, so which makes me think they are in LA. By the way, the Lakers suck. In case anyone wants to know. Ooh, I, I bet d- we have some listener who is going to call you I out for that. I don't care. I hate them. I'm a, I'm a Trailblazers fan, so I just wanted to put that on record. So, I don't even know who the Trailblazers are. I'm going to be the honest. Greatest team ever. But we're not going to go to that right where, now. Where so. where are the Trailblazers? The, 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 the Trailblazers. They are they are the Portland Trailblazers. Oh. Yes. Okay. But that's that's a conversation for another time. That's conversation for your sports podcast that you will someday start, that's I'm sure. For another time. For another time. But they mentioned the Lakers in the movie, so I had to just point out that I hate them and that they suck. Yeah. But I also think that means it probably is LA. Yeah. Or close by. Exactly. Or or right outside it, yeah. Um Okay, so and I, then, I have just information. Oh. Um Reggie Lee plays this character in the movie he is not johnny tran he plays lance nguyen in the fast and the furious so wrong character right movie um but yes he is in fast Uh, and furious so continue okay please okay um very good good on you love those movies so then an old woman with like one white whited out eye comes in um mrs ganish yes and she is like tapping her fingers on the table and then she asked Christine for help. They're pretty gnarly, because, by the way. Yeah, they're they're gnarly. Her <laughs> yeah. her fingernails are gross. Yeah. And the bank is trying to repossess her house today. Yeah. And Christine is like, "Well, I don't think my manager will help." But you know, the woman's like, "Oh, please!" So she says she'll ask anyway. So she goes and she asks Mister Jack, and he basically tells her like, "Make the decision. It's Make her call." But it's kind of like she knows that They've he's already said two... earlier that he's interested in Stu because Stu is like, is like, butt kisser. really well because he no because he says he's like, I can't remember the exact word he used, but he's he's aggressive. He like says he's aggressive, yeah. and that's and good. And so she had said they oh, they given her two extensions already, right, on this mortgage. Yeah, well, so yeah, so they've given her two extensions already, and she's like, "Can't we just give her one more?" And she and he's like, "It's your call. It's your call." And so she goes back because she's now she knows the assistant manager job is on the line here. Yeah. So she decides to tell Mrs. Ganish that she can't help, and she tries to console the woman, but Mrs. Ganish gets on her knees and begs, literally begs, yeah, and then like grabs her, like grabs her skirt, yeah, and Christine calls security. I don't think I would like backs away, and Miss Ganish falls over, and security is like grabbing her, and she's like, "You shame me!" Right, right. And security escorts her out. Need to be called security for something like that? I don't know, but whatever. 
I don't know. I a, yeah, I don't know. Well, she did far. grab she did grab her clothes and was like pulling yeah, on her clothes. So maybe she was nervous. I guess. Um, but so as, as security escorts her out, she like turns around and lunges for Christine. Sure does. And um, security hustles her out, and Mister Jacks basically tells just Christine that she handled it just right. <laughs> right. Um, so corny. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's funny. Like Mister Jacks is like. He's kind of a not a great manager. No, it seems he's like, a but crappy he boss. seems like, but he seems like a decent guy. Like uh, he is concerned about her I and and know. stuff. But he's like, but he's like, you handled it just uh, right because right. he's yeah. Anyways, um, apparently, um, when Miss Kanish is being let out of the bank, Octavia Spencer, who is now totally famous is one of Christine's coworkers in the background. Okay. Um and I'm I'm trying to think of what she's in and I can't right now, but she's in a bunch of stuff now. Um and she was one of the like extras in the background in this scene apparently. Okay. So at the end of the day, um Mr. Jacks gives Christine work to take home so that he can show which, it to the regional manager tomorrow which nobody and he wants tells her to she's top of the list for the assistant manager job <laughs> so she's like oh of course oh she is well she's in halloween 2 she plays a nurse and rob zombies halloween 2 she gets murdered wait um, who is uh, octavia spencer i remember oh, okay. i remember her from that she it's, it's a bit role but wait she, am i thinking of the wrong person then and she i'm if you're thinking of the actress octavia spencer and she also played um what's her face yeah, Halloween too, and she was the uh, the woman in that movie Ma, where she has all the kids come to the house. So those are the two that I know. Okay, that's a much more recent movie, right? Uh, yes, 2019. Okay, I am thinking of the right person. Um, what else has she been in recently? Um, recent stuff. Let's see. Since you're looking at it, yeah, I'll just do a filmography here if I can find it. Recent, 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 recent. Yeah, Halloween too. I remember she gets Michael Myers stabs her to death in the hospital. Um, let's see. Um. 2016, Bad Santa 2, um, The Shack. Sha oh, she was in Shape of Water. Okay, okay. Ma. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of yeah. Shape of Water and stuff like that. There you go. Okay. Yeah, she's Yeah, she's time. the friend in Shape of Water. Yeah, she's big time. Um, so, yeah, she's a pretty big actress now. Anyway, she was she was, she was was paying her dues back then. I don't remember then. that, but okay, cool. All right, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I I didn't notice it either, but I found it as trivia, and I was like, "Oh, that's mm -hmm. pretty that's cool, good. actually." That is good. So, um, so Mr. Jax has given Christine work to take home. She's excited to take the work home because he's going to show it to the regional manager tomorrow. She's the only it's person in the world for some... that's excited to take work home. By the way, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's for some um, big client right. that she's that she's almost got like right. she's got on the hook to right. come in and and bring their business to the bank yep. so in the garage she sees this beat up car that she doesn't recognize and then she hears coughing the car by the way is a yellow delta 88 see look at that there you go i always like to talk about cars <laughs> and here you go so maybe you can tell me something about a yellow delta 88 i don't know anything about delta 88 but no. what i do know about it is that it is the same car that is used in the Evil Dead films. Okay, well, there you go. That's a kind of a, you know, tribute kind of thing. That's Yeah, yeah. so there's a little tribute there. Yeah, that's so, great. I like that. Um, since she she sees the car, she hears coughing, she gets in her car and Mrs. Ganusha's handkerchief that she had when she was in the bank flies into her windshield 
And then all of a sudden, Mrs. Ganesh is in the back seat. Yeah, looking all scary um, and crazy. And she goes after Christine. She grabs Christine's they have ear. Quite a brawl in the car. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Christine grabs a stapler and she staples the woman's <laughs> yes, bad eye. Yes. And then they're fighting. And like Christine ends up like backing her car up and then go revving forward and, and like ramming her car into a truck. She puts her seatbelt on just in time. It's that slow. She puts her seatbelt on. She slams into a truck. And she, yeah. And the woman and goes then, on her dentures go flying and shatter she goes and... she and she ends up in the front seat oh, like she flies man. from the back seat to the front seat and her dentures come out that's such like a and then she bizarre she reaches over to christine and she's like gumming her chin right. Right. and um and then she like grabs her dentures from the floor and she pops them back in she lunges for christine again and christine grabs her oar and shoves it into her mouth sure does so it like like it's like spears the back of her mouth it's like slapstick all stuff almost it's like it's just, it's it's it's, it's so ridiculous yes, it's so crazy like you're laughing while you're while you're like but at the same time it's like oh damn but like you're laughing about it it's weird well but wait <laughs> there's more yeah, there sure is because miss Ganesh spits the ruler out yep. at christine yep, christine gross. dodges it but then she kicks her out she manages to kick her out the door of the passenger car like door. somehow get the car door open and kick right. her out the passenger door and then she locks the doors, and Miss Ganesh is outside the car, and Christine's like, I beat you, y'all, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Now, to film all of this. Yeah, interesting how they did all that. They created a puzzle car. And it, oh, it so takes... the front engine compartment, the back yep. trunk, like yeah. all four sides, the doors, they can all just come off. What do they say? It's all, they call it when, when it's wild also or something like that, they say, or something like that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But they could pull it They could pull it all apart they could do whatever so they as they needed it. to. Yeah, yeah to, that's to very film cool. more easily in it. That's, Isn't that neat? That is very cool. And, I mean, that's, that, that makes sense. It's probably a lot of work to build and take it apart. But to be – and I, I imagine that took a very long time to shoot. Well, and think about the close shots that they got that you would not be able to be sitting in the back seat with a big, no. like, probably an Ari Alexa or some crap. You know, not even, not even then, Alexa, an Ari camera, like a then, big camera. Who knows, though, what they had? That was, this movie That's was made 10, 12, 12 years ago now. But, but, you know, you've got this big cinema camera, right. like, uh, professional cinema camera, and you're going to, like, squeeze in the right. back car. So they with, were able to create their own hard. set. Yeah, that's that, that, that's, yeah. that's just so a great idea. So they could pull pieces off as they needed to. That's a great idea. Um, so then, you know, she says that, I beat you, you old bitch. I just wanted to say that again. And then Mrs. <laughs> Ganesh breaks the window and yeah. drags Christine out of the car. Yes. And she pulls a button off of her the sleeve of her coat. Yeah. And she speaks at it in another language. And then she hands it back to her and says, soon it will be you who comes begging to me. Mm. And Christine gets up and the woman is gone. So that's where, you know, it reminds me of the movie that, you know, Thinner, where the, the whole gypsy curse thing was just mm -hmm. that kind of. So, so Sylvia is cursing in Hungarian. Okay. So she says, I'm going to murder this, guys. Here we go. Okay. As Ordog Zalian Zaljan Beled, which means shall the devil fly into you. I hope no one ever says that to me. And a few times she says Zaja, which means bitch or whore in English. Okay. Um and this is, this is so in, in Hungarian, you said? In Hungarian, apparently, right. yeah. I would like to visit um, Hungary. So then 
Clay comes and picks her up and um, later they talk and she's feeling guilty as they walk down the sidewalk and these leaves dramatically swirl up behind yeah, her. And she hears a good. violin yeah. just as they're passing a psychic's window. Mm. And so good she's, timing. <laughs> she, yeah. So she tells Clay, she's like, I know this is crazy, but like, I want to go in and get my fortune told. And he's like, he, he's very, yeah. he's very practical and he doesn't believe in it, but she wants to go. So he, so, so he goes here's in Here's what I'm going to do, right? This is for, okay. just, just to give you the information. And I encourage everyone to do it. Every year when I go to Renaissance Festival, because everyone should okay. go to Maryland Renaissance Festival, because it's amazing. I mean, if you're anywhere near Maryland yes. or can get there, you yes. should come anyway. You should travel from afar. Um, but I have not done this. I say this every year, and I'm actually going to do this next time I go. They have a fortune teller there. I'm going to have my fortune mm-hmm. read next time I go. They do. Yep. They so do. I'm going to do it. And next you time. say it every time, and you never do it. Nope. And this time, I'm saying it on record in front of an audience here that I'm going to do it next time. Next. My understanding September. is that the fortune teller there always has a long line, so get ready. I have never noticed a long line when I've been there, but I've just for some, you know, why? Because I'm so damn cheap, and it's like twenty five bucks, and I'm like, I'm not going to pay twenty five dollars. But this time I am going to pay twenty five or probably thirty dollars, and I'm going to do it. Well, she pays like sixty dollars, so you're getting a deal. There you go. Um, so yeah, I'm going to so, go. But yeah, I, I've always wanted to do that. It sounds it seems, it seems exciting. I love that kind of stuff. So anyway, I have had my fortune told. Never had it done. Um, I had a weird experience when I had my fortune told. Actually, mm. um, most of it. So guys, this is like okay, okay. Here we go. Is it accurate? Most of it was like, I kind of felt like, ah, like could be anything. Like my husband was, was, um, deployed at the time and it was like, oh, he'll come back to you. He'll be fine. And I'm like, okay, well, like who wouldn't say that? Who's going to be like, right. your husband's going to die over there. Nobody like, right. nobody's going to say that. He'll be dead tomorrow afternoon. Right. But she did say, she said, there are four of you in your family. And I said, oh yeah. Like my parents, me, my sister. And she said, no, 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 no. Four siblings. Hmm. And I was like, nope, there's only two. And she looked at me and she said, there were supposed to be four. Okay. My mom had two miscarriages between me and my sister. See, there you go. Isn't that kind of scary, But right? she like very seriously looked at me and was like, there were supposed to be four. And I was like, oh. That's kind of spooky, right? That's weird. Right. Yeah, right? So, you mean, you so, know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if she just like. If she just like figured if she was adamant about it, I would figure out some way to make it right. Guessing, but like I mean, that guess, seems unlikely. Guessing that is just that, – that, that's too much of a coincidence to guess that. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, right? I'm like that seems really unlikely. Yeah. So I don't know. So No, it's cool. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. My husband did come back fine by the way. He's yes. A-OK. Yes. Um, <laughs> so she was right about that too yeah, in the end. It. But she I sort everything. of at the time was like, was like, come on. Come on, right. who's not going to say right, that? Exactly. Um. Anyway, so Clay, Clay pokes fun when they go in to get the fortune read. He's like teasing her about it, and Ram Joss, Ram Joss Seer, as he calls yes. himself, comes out, and um, he gets ready to tell Christine's fortune, and Clay like keeps interrupting, like he's being a jerk, with philosophy and yeah, stuff, he's being a jerk. until Christine finally asks him to stop. Yeah, and then. Um, Ram Jass is like, um, something, you lost something. And she's like, no, no. And he's like, something was taken from you. No, no, something was taken from you. A button and he grabs her sleeve and turns it over and there's the missing button. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, 
And so he says he studies her coat sleeve and a breeze like stirs in the room and Ram just lifts Christine's hand. And then we, the audience, and he, of course, also see like a fire and a demon face and it's he staggers back. Unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah. And he tells them he'll refund their money. And she sort of like pushes him. She's like, what, what, what? And he's like, a dark spirit has come upon you. And she tries to get him to say more. And all he will say is perhaps someone has cursed you. Yeah. Um, so then on the way home, Clay tells Christine, you know, it's all a scam. Um, in fact, he even tells her like, basically he's like, um, she says, well, but he, but he gave the money back, you know, he refunded the money. He's like, yeah, but he didn't, did he? Like he said he was going to, but when I told him to keep it, he kept it. So, right. you know, like she was like, how can it be a scam? And he's like, yeah, but I mean, he still kept the money. <laughs> um, so Clay drops Christine off at home where her kitten is waiting. She's a cute little kitten. And she gets to work on her paperwork. And then something makes a noise at her front door. And she can hear it going up the front of the house. Mm-hmm. And then the bushes outside her window rustle. And the front gate is swinging. And a wind goes through the whole house and turns all the lights out. Yeah, it's pretty and good. And jangles the <laughs> pots and pans. Scary. And she sees a goat-shaped shadow on the wall. It looks like a demon. So – and, and, or like a goat head, at least like a human goat head shape. And is that when those um, you, she sees the shadows of the hands that start creeping under the under the door and stuff like that, right? They're coming closer. I think and closer. that's later. I think okay. that's later. Okay. But yes, but there, yeah. So right now, it's just she sees a shadow of like a a demon, goat headed demon on the wall, and then the lights are back on. Clay comes back, and he's convinced it was Miss Scannish. and she says, but she says no one was there. Right. And so he asked her, well, then who hit her in the face? Because when the demon shadow came up, she, like, got whipped forward. Um, and I think she banged her face on something or, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe the shadow did punch her face. But she's got, like, a bloody lip. So he's like, well, who hit you in the face then? Right. Um, so now Clay sleeps over. And in the middle of the night, a fly buzzes in. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah. And it lands on Christine's face. And it crawls up one nostril and then out the other and then into her mouth and she wakes up coughing. And by the way, that just reminded me of the most traumatic experience I've had in ages. Okay. Um, Like literally just a few weeks ago, I woke up in the middle of the night and there was a spider in my ear. See, I I don't need to hear – that because I, I i've heard some story i'm not going to go as far as some of the stories i've heard that happen to people i'm not going it there it was like it was like but not in the I, canal heard, but it I've was like this. it was not in the canal but it was like in the like i don't in the like depressed part of my ear and i like luck i like reached up because i was like what is that and i like flicked it out and then i turned on the light and oh, it was man. and there it was on my bed and i was like no no, this is horrible. Let's keep moving. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I have to share it because it was horrible. I, I have to share my pain. I know. This is you're you're, you're not alone. <laughs> I I I was I was I couldn't even go back to sleep no, for a while I, I because I was like, so. what am I supposed to do with this? Right. Right. Um so so she wakes up coughing. And then Mrs. Ganish is in the bed next to her and rolls – she rolls over on her and vomits maggots onto her <laughs> yes, face. I love it. 
And then suddenly yeah, Christine wakes up alone. So gross. And it's all like oh, it's, sun, so gross. it's all like sunny and it's all pleasant and beautiful, right? Okay, if it makes you feel any better after after my very real spider story, the maggots are actually made out of pasta. So Okay. <laughs> at least the maggots were not real. Yeah, I'd be pissed off if that happened. Yeah, I would be like, um Nope. Nope. I'm not sure I would do that for my art. Yeah, no. <laughs> not, not sure. Nope. Not sure about that. Like real bees and Candyman, right? Oh my god. Was it? Yes. I forgot. Those bees, those were real bees. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, some of it was, I think. Not all of it. I think though. the majority of those were from what I understood were real bees, but I mean, whatever. But like when they're flying out of his stomach. I think they're like real bees, I swear to God. But what what did they do? Like open up his cavity in his stomach and put bees in there? Oh, I mean that's all I think that some of that stuff's effect, obviously, but I think I, a lot of those. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's like that might that might be CGS. If I don't know. layered or something. But I think a lot of those bees that you see are real in that movie. Yeah. Anyway, I forget now. Oh my god, did we talk about that? We when did. We did Candyman. We did, but um, no, I, I, I must I just, have blocked that back out because bees. Oh my I god, I just wanted to bring Move. it up because yeah, it's um, stingy, flyy things. Yeah, Ooh, man. No. I know. Stay, I, I want them to be alive because they things. make good honey and they are good for the environment and the ecology, but I don't want them to be around me. Stingy, flyy <laughs> things. I like that. Yeah. Okay. I don't want them to be around me. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't. Okay. So <laughs> that morning, Christine gets to work and she hears the fly in her stomach. And then Stu comes over to her desk and he wants her to teach him about loan procedures or something. And she's like, look, can we do it tomorrow? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not feeling great. But he says, oh, sure. I'll just go tell Mr. Jax that you didn't want to. And she's like, Like, no, fine. God. Who acts like that? You know? He's, he, I mean, everybody in this movie is horrible. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like there is not a person in this movie who's just like a good, kind person. And neither is she. No. Not at all. No, she's not a great person either. No, she's really not. No, 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 no. She, I mean, she's she's a sweet person, she's not I guess, nice. but she she's... is not nice. No, I don't think so. She is not necessarily good. I mean, she definitely decides to put this woman out in the street so that she can get a promotion. Sure does. Like, what's up with that? She makes that decision yep. consciously. She does. Um, but, but. People do these things. Like this oh, yeah. is this is real life. Like people, yeah. People make these decisions, and sometimes good people make bad decisions. Yes, they do. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's but but definitely nobody in this is like making the kind no. kindest best decision. No, not really. In that they could be making. Not really. Um. So, anyways, he says he'll tell Mr. Jacks, and so she does. Uh starts working with him on loan procedures but then he's like got his hand in the desk and she sees it as miss ganish's nasty um, fingers tapping on her desk and she snaps yeah (laughs) she says get your get your filthy pig knuckles off my desk knuckles yeah and he's like whoa yeah what are you talking about like backs away what is wrong with you And then the phone rings, and as she answers it, her nose starts bleeding okay, like this scene and pretty she, profusely. And she just like hits her nostril, and it just like sprays. Well, she, yeah, right oh, as Mister Jack walks up, she she touches her nostril to like stop it, and it goes 
psh, and sprays it's all so, over Mr. Jacks. Like, there's no way that you're that it would ever happen. Like that, that's not possible. And it's like, oh my god, like this is so no, crazy. It sprays out like it sprays out like when you see like when you see in horror movies someone gets stabbed in the heart yes. and it sprays out. It sprays out like that. Right, which is like, like not possible. It, like I, I don't know how that could happen. It's like it's a gusher. It's just like And <sighs> that was so cool, I bet to shoot that. That must have been awesome. Oh my god. I would have loved so, to have done and all the blood. But for that. again, it's so funny. Right, right. It's 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 so ridiculous. It's so like uh, over the top. You know, yeah, it's just it's 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 wacky. It's like slapstick, <laughs> surreal comedy kind of way. So she just like grabs her purse and runs and out mortified. When and that's the part too. Where it's it's a weird scene because I thought again it's one of those scenes where they do in movies where you have a dream and then you back to reality and then it's another dream again. Oh, but no, it's I real. thought it was a dream again because like that really wouldn't happen. Nope. And then I'm like, oh, she runs off. Like holy crap, that actually did happen. Nope, that totally that happened. That is so weird. Like, it, it was such a weird totally scene. Totally happened. Yeah, messed with you. Um, but of course, she runs out mortified, and I'm sure the, this is the reason this whole scene happened. She leaves her paperwork behind mm-hmm. that she had done that the night before for for Mr. Jacks, and Stu walks over and just picks up her paperwork and walks off with it. Of course, it. he does. Um. So of course, we remember Miss Ganish said, "It will be you who will be." begging me that's right so christine goes to miss ganish's house and this does not presumably to beg her it does not go well she no it does not go well <laughs> she knocks on the door and i guess it's her granddaughter who answers yeah, the door you probably yeah. and um she knows about christine she knows she's from the bank um she's like yeah she told me you'd be coming um and she lets her in and it's a party Mm. No, it's a funeral. It's actually, but it seems like a party at first. Like she walks right. in, she's like, "Oh, it's a party." Nope, it's a funeral. And who's the funeral for? Oh, let's see. The funeral is for <laughs> Mrs. Ganesh. She sure is. And Christine like gets all flustered and she falls backwards right on top of the corpse again this is like yeah these, and then, these scenes are so and then ridiculous the corpse like she falls, falls over the other her. way the corpse falls on her and bombing fluids pour oh out of its mouth God. into her mouth it's so gross so gross this is where this like okay maybe this is where this roger rabbit thing for me like because some of those scenes in that movie are so like crazy and like just wacky like that with Stuff falling down, and I, I don't know. I don't know why that makes me think that, but it's just. I so guess it, in the weird. way that it is so, it is it is kind of slapsticky. Some yeah, of this it's stuff. like ridiculous. Like, is this actually yeah. happening? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, I yeah, I guess I can see it's that. It's wildly entertaining. I love it, but it's just crazy. I guess I can <laughs> see that. I don't know. Um, so she gets up, and the granddaughter says, "You deserve everything that's coming to uh-huh. you." Pretty much. And doesn't she tell you you're not welcome here or something like that? Or I don't know. Maybe that's all she and, says. Um, and I think that's all she says. Okay. She might have said that earlier when yeah. she's, like, trying not to let her in at right. first. Okay, but she says, right, you deserve right. everything that's coming to you. Pretty much. And Christine goes back to the psychic, Ram Joss. Like, how do you, how do you like, explain your way out of that situation? You just run out of the room. You just have to just leave, right? I think she just keeps <laughs> fleeing the scene. I mean, how do these like, things I think she just keeps her. being like, oh, shit, and just running out. Oh my god! I've had some. I mean, we all had. We've all had awkward things happen to us in public, but like, this is a little much. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh man. Um, uh, Christine goes back to the psychic though, and um, Ramjas tells her 
that he believes the old woman summoned a Lamia to mm. come after her and take her to hell. Not a llama, and that a she, Lamia. Yeah, and that she did this by taking the button from her and then giving it back. So it's like they take something from you yep. and then they gift it back right, to you. Right. And that she could possibly, possibly right. big possibility. Ap- appease the Lamia by sacrificing a small an- animal. And he gives her a book to tell her how to do it. So I've always wanted um, to have like a big Samhain Halloween celebration with a sacrifice. Anyone want to join me with that? Um, no. Okay. Just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> I mean, unless you're sacrificing, like, s'mores. We can sacrifice whatever you'd like. I will sacrifice <laughs> many s'mores to my tummy. We can do that if you'd like to. Um, so, also, uh, in Greek mythology, Alamia is a half-woman, half-serpent. Oh, okay. I did not know that. That, like, looks, that, like, hunts for children to feast on. Ooh. So she's kind of like a a boogie woman. A bogey. A a boogie woman. <laughs> Bo- is it bogey woman? Is or boogie? Is it boogeyman well, or bogeyman? The word originally came from they were just called bogies. That's it. And then it kind of evolved into the boogeyman. Now man. it's boogeyman, yeah. right? Okay. Like who? Like, like that? So, I love that Simpsons. Who is the Smithers? The boger man. <laughs> the boger man. A bogey, um, yes. And in, in Irish, you know, Celt, it was the, the bogeys, yes. The bogeys. Okay, so in, in <laughs> and the Greek mythology, she, of course. <laughs> she was kind of a boogeyman. Yes, okay. Or a bogey. Um, okay, so there are now there are more noises. She gets home, there's more noises, but this time it's broad daylight. She sees a goat shadow again, mm-hmm. which I guess is what we're calling the Lamia. Like, they're saying that it's a goat demon thing. Um, and she black, runs upstairs black like that will help, right? Is it going to help to run upstairs if a freaking goat shadow is coming, like goat man shadow is coming after you? I don't no. really know what to tell you about that one. I don't think running upstairs helps. Anyway, she does run upstairs. She watches as the shadow of the thing as it climbs the stairs. So this, And then this, she this, shuts and locks her bedroom door. This reminds me um, um, a little bit of um, Dracula. Remember all the cool sh- you know, the, yes. it has so all many the shadows oh, on the stairs. The great and shadows. Stuff. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that. That reminded me of that. So she shuts and locks her bedroom door and she gets out her, her cell phone, which if I remember correctly is a flip phone. Oh, they're, they're back though, aren't they? And um well now they're fold phones yeah, where fold like the screen phone. folds. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Um, dude. Same thing. But he's working and he doesn't hear his phone buzzing. And this is where we get your thing. The shadow of two folks that's, goat that's feet the step beneath step beneath the door. That's and she, she sees them walk in. The and then they turn mind. into arms yes. that reach for her along right. the floor. I love and that. And she backs away. And then the window behind her shatters and she gets hoisted into the air upside down. Yes. And she and all her belongings like fly around the room Spinning in a around vortex. Like crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Until she finally drops to the floor and everything stops and yeah. her room is a mother effing wreck. Oh, yeah. It's trashed. <laughs> yeah. It's completely trashed. Yeah. Um, so she goes downstairs and she grabs a kitchen knife and starts calling, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Mm, yeah. Here, kitty. <laughs> Not good. And she finds her kitten in the laundry. Yeah. She's kind of. And this part makes me sad. She's kind of losing her, 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 her marbles at this point. Yeah. So the next thing we see is she's Christine to... burying the kitten in the backyard. She's, you know what? Let me tell you something. When you think you got a she's, curse on you and you're desperate she's for something, very desperate. I don't well, know, it's man. again though. Again, it's another not good or kind decision. No, not so <laughs> like, much. <laughs> it is a very selfish, 
like doing what I got to do for cruel me. Kind of thing to do. Yeah, yeah it's mean, cruel. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cruel. So, so we see her burying the kitty and um in the backyard, and Clay shows up and he notices blood on her sleeve, but she says it's just tomato juice. She was cutting a tomato earlier. Which is like tomato juice is not that like dark red, guys. It, Let's just well, if in case somebody tells you it's just tomato juice, if it is like red, almost black, it is not tomato because juice. Because that would actually become really more translucent, quite frankly, coming out of the tomato. Right. It, it would dry on you and you wouldn't even know about it actually. Right. Or it yeah. or it would just be a slight like pale red stain. Yes. Like on yes. on if you were wearing something light. But right, exactly. But it is not going to be. Just so you know, pro life pro tip from us guys. Tomatoes. If they say it's tomato juice and it is deep, dark, almost black red, it's cat it is blood. not tomato juice. Get out of there. It's cat it's most likely cat blood, yes. Get out of there. Sleeve. So he tells her, you know, they're supposed to do dinner with his parents that night. He tells her we can do it another time. You've had a rough couple of days, but she really wants no, to No, I'm do excited. It. I want to go. And as we all know, that's going to go really well. Well, it went okay for a while. I mean, for a little while. So they go to Clay's parents and Christina's incredibly bought a Incredibly wealthy, cake. incredibly filthy rich parents, I might add. Yes. Christine has made and brought a harvest cake. Yes. It's like a farm thing. And I love me some Clay's harvest mom food. is kind of bitchy about it. Yes. And then their cat. She's being very, Tecuba, very snobby. Did you catch that? The cat's named Tecuba. Oh, I did not see that part. I'm sorry. Yeah. The cat is named Tecuba, which okay. I thought was cute, um, which is the goddess of witches, I believe. Um, okay. And so the cat hisses at Christine. Yeah, it doesn't like And it. Christine is like, oh, oh no, it's yeah. fine. I had a cat. And he's like, what, what do you mean had? And Clay's like, yeah, Clay's like, what do you mean had? You have a cat. Right. She's like, well, and she just kind of like plays of it off. And he's like, it to death today and buried it. He's like, what? Right. Oh, she's like, you know what cats are like? Like They come and go. They're here and yeah. then they're not. And then, right. yeah, they come and go. It's, yeah, girl, he's you, just like, girl, you're okay, crazy. weirdo. Right. Listen, crazy. Um, so then at dinner, Clay's mom is still being rude, but his dad is being nice. And then it comes out that Christine doesn't see much of her mother. And how about how about this? Um, how about he ref he refers to his dad as sir? Did you did you notice that? I didn't notice when he greeted that. him like that's a very odd relationship. But anyway, I just yeah. That's yeah. I didn't notice that, but his dad seemed much warmer and like he did, but pleasanter to her. Yes. Um. So she she. It comes out that Christine doesn't see much of her mother, and Clay's mom's pretty rude about that too. Yes, she is. And then finally, you know Christine admits rich, that there are a bunch of rich jerks that have no class, have no class, or no well, no culture or common sense. But the interesting thing is that once Christine admits that it's because her mother's an alcoholic, then a, yes, Clay's mom yes. suddenly really likes her. Yes, She's like, yes. "I admire your honesty yep, yep, and yep. all this stuff." And so then, yeah. she, then she likes her, and things start going really nice. Yeah. And Christine hears something, but nobody else does. Yep. And, she and they're all it. eating her cake and they're having a grand time and they're talking to her. And now all of a sudden everything's great. They're best buddies. But she and... sees an eye yeah, in it's her pretty, cake. pretty gross. And then I think bugs again, right? Well, hold on. First she stabs the eye. Yes, that's right. And yeah, I think she sees she sees a bug too. She Then she stabs the eye and it sucks the fork up. <laughs> right. And then Christine tries to to take a bite. But um, a fly yeah. comes out of her mouth. It's, uh, yeah, it's, 
And then she just hears the stomping. Yeah. And so she sees the shadow again and she jumps up and screams, okay, I hear you. Just leave me alone. Just leave me the hell alone. And Clay's parents are just like, what? Staring at her aghast. Yeah, I mean, what would you say? I suppose. I don't know. You know. And she just leaves. Again, she just flees the scene. Flees the scene. She's like, this I'm is out. awkward. Bye. <laughs> I'm out. And she goes straight to the psychic and yells at him for having her kill her kitten. Yep. Um, right? And he's like, I said it might help. <laughs> I didn't guarantee it. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, I said it might help. And then she calms down and he tells her that he has, she has to speak directly to the spirit and he knows someone who can help, but that, that this woman will need $10,000. Wow, could you imagine that? $10,000 for, like, I mean. It would take a minute to like get that money. Just like, you know. I mean, but if you're going to like, if you're going to risk your life confronting a goat demon for somebody, oh, I I'd feel cl- like 10000 is not that bad. Oh, believe me, I'd clean, out, I'd clean out my 401k in a, in a heartbeat. Here, you can have everything. <laughs> get yeah, rid, of, get like, rid of this. Get rid of it. Jesus. Here's everything me. I own. Guys. <laughs> Here's the Take deed. everything, just just end it. Here's the deed to my house. Here's everything. God, yes, please. Um, so the next morning, she asks her boss for an advance on the new job, but he tells her that the big loan she was working on, the the bank that was gonna, the client that was gonna come in, yep. fell through. Yep. And it doesn't look good for her right now. Nope. With that promotion. Nope. She goes home, and he's and she she starts to leave, and he's like start he's starting to say like. You know why don't you've had a rough couple of days? Why are you? And she's like, "Peace out." She Deuces. she runs out again, yep, fleeing the scene. She goes home, collects things for the pawn shop, and as she's in her shed, like collecting things, Mrs. Ganesh attacks her, and she puts her entire fist and first like half of her arm down Christine's throat. Gross again. It's like crazy. And then, like it's so gross. Yeah, but I love it. Everything going into Christine's mouth makes yeah. me uncomfortable. It's pretty disgusting, isn't it? And Christine, and here's this is actually why I think you were remembering um uh Roger Rabbit. Okay, yeah, please dig Christine in. releases a freaking <laughs> anvil. There you go. That was tied up to the ceiling. Maybe, maybe that's and it. And it smashes Mrs. Ganesh's head. Maybe that's and it. Her eyes pop out there and fly into Christine's face. There it is. Okay, good. We got it. Okay, I knew there was something there. All right, I wasn't crazy. Well, maybe I'm crazy. I think this but... is the moment. <laughs> okay, this maybe that's has my to Roger be the moment Rabbit. where you were like, Roger Rabbit. I just couldn't remember. Okay, that's Cause, it. Because all those cartoons always have the anvil and they had, yes. smashing people and stuff. And, maybe, and then the eyes pop out. Maybe, that's ridiculous. Maybe the Raimis were like, we need to add some crazy, you know, comic uh, cartoon thing in here. Yeah. We need a little comic relief here. <laughs> So her eyes pop out, fly into Christine's face, and then everything stops. Yep. So Christine goes to the pawn shop. She only gets $3,800. Not even like four grand for everything, yeah. So she does what I would do if I was going to die the next morning. She goes home and she eats ice cream. Hey, it's, it solves a lot of problems, right? I would just be like, um, all right, I don't have to worry about my weight or anything, so I'm just going to eat a ton of I'm ice gonna cream. I'm going to be dead. I'm going to eat my weight in ice cream. Yep. And that will be that. Yep. Um, so then Clay shows up and he tells her that he paid Ram Jass. Yep. And she's like, but you don't believe in it. And he says he doesn't know what he believes in anymore, but he knows that she he's believes in it. And he wants to help her. To help her. And he's he gives her this sweet speech. That, you know, that, that's the thing. He He's the one guy. He, he's, he stands by her and he's trying to be a good dude. So. Yeah, he's still kind of a pompous ass, but oh, like no, he I, at I'm least not, is trying to be a good guy. I'm not exonerating him and giving him a, a medal like, here. I'm just saying he's he's doing a good job of 
you know, standing by his 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 girlfriend, no well, matter what happens here. And I'm saying he, of all the people in this, is probably the least like Douchey. the least dicky. Yeah, yeah, like he is kind of a pompous ass, <laughs> he but is, but he's he's like. He, he cares about he her. Does. He wants to help. He loves her. He gives her this sweet speech helping. about how he loves her and yes. when he first knew he loved her and all that stuff. It's sweet. No matter how crazy all this stuff sounds, he's standing by her. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Clay drops Christine off at the woman's house, um, and it's the woman from the opening. It's the house from the opening. Yep. With the uh, farm workers' family, and so it, it is Sean Sandina. It kind of reminds me of like the, much older Sean Sandina. It's like the Winchester, the Winchester Mystery House, kind of right in San Jose. Reminds you of that? I don't know. Does it look like that? I think a hood I don't think it looks like it that. Does a, does maybe, it? maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. Um. But so Sean Sandina tells Christine about the little boy. <laughs> And like that's why she wants to do this because she's always known that she would she lost him to the Lamia and she wants to she gets it yeah to do it again to try it again and so she tells her that she needs her help to summon the Lamia and that her husband built their house here because it's a place basically I can't remember exactly what she says but basically it's like a place where the veil is thin mm-hmm. yes um and then oh so here's another tidbit they go into a room to hold like a seance. And it's like a big, a big, huge room. Yes, and in this room, um, on the walls, there are Greek letters. They're from the book of Revelation, chapter 12. Okay. It says, and, I and quote. they conquered <laughs> by the blood of the lamb. I do quote. Yeah. <laughs> it says, and I conquered. Sorry. And they I conquered. <laughs> I messed you all up. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Totally. Okay. It says. And they conquered by the blood of the lamb, wherefore rejoice heavens, woe to earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath, knowing his time is short. I don't know, so what, all that, I don't know what all that means. That's what's on the wall. kind of scary because, yeah. It's, I mean, a lot of stuff in the Bible, let's be honest, sounds kind of scary. It does. It sounds kind of scary. Um, so that's what it says on the, on the walls. And this, they bring in a goat. And they sit at the table with it in the center of the room. And um, Sean Sandina says to Christine, when the spirit has entered me, put my hand onto the animal. Do you understand? I'll force the spirit into the goat. And she hands the knife that she just blessed to her assistant. And um, and then um, Ram Joss gets Christine to chant, um, I welcome the dead into my soul. And so she's chanting that over and over. And then the chandelier shakes mm-hmm. and a teacup sh- like flies off the flies off the table, a different table and shatters. And um, Sean says, it's not the Lamia. There are spirits here that are like, I guess, attracted to it. And so she has to like ward them off. Um, and apparently Sam Raimi is one of those spirits during the exorcism oh, really? scene. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So apparently he made a little a little cameo you got there. To, man. You got to. A little cameo. And then she's so they she gets rid of the spirits and then she says, he is coming. And things start to move and the whole place shudders. And then the Lamia goes into Sean. And she like she's doing this like thing. And then he goes right. into her. Well, how, does and, that, um, how, how does that go? I think <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got and it. Then, Thank you. So they say, um, I think it's Ram Ram Jass says, Lamia, what is it you desire? And she says, 
I desire the soul of Christine Brown. Uh, we will feast upon it as she festers in the grave. Uh, it's good. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> Hurts my throat a little. Brought your strong impression. Brought your strong impression game tonight. <laughs> it hurt my throat, but it was totally it was worth, worth it. it. Worth it. Um, so Christine tries to blame it on her manager, right? Right. To the Lamia. Like, tries to make the excuse to the Lamia. Like, no, my manager made me. <laughs> and then she's, yeah, she and... starts, like, actually trying to, like, justify this during a freaking <laughs> right. seance. Like, what are you doing? Right. And I then love it. It's not Ram my fault. Just... It's not my fault. It's <laughs> like, no, it's, it was my manager. And I he think made me. That had to have been written in there on purpose because it was just funny. It's just funny. Like, it's it just... was. It's like, right. she's so ridiculous this is, at this why, point. Yeah, why are you having, why are you justifying this, right? This is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Exactly. So, um, so Ramjas tries to distract it, and when it reaches for Christine, she grabs his hand and, or grabs, you know, Sean Sean Sandia's hand and puts it on the goat. Yep. <laughs> and then the, the voice goes from Sean Sandia to the goat, and it says, "You tricked me, you black-hearted That's pretty good. Yep, I love it. <laughs> That's what the it goat makes me. That's what the goat would sound like if he talked, right? <laughs> you, you black-hearted <laughs> That is like the funniest moment in the whole good. movie to it's me. Pretty good. <laughs> like it's so lame, and it's, it's this like animatronic goat. It's too. so lame, but it's so great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so funny. I know it's good. Um, so then the assistant is supposed to like right, like slice his throat. So it tries to slash at it, but he accidentally. Um, cuts the rope instead. Yeah. Because he's a great assistant. Right. And the Lamia boat goat bites him. And then now the Lamia is in him. And he like rises up into the air and he's like dancing in the air. It's, it's, and it's basically being crazy. an asshole. It's, yeah, it, there's just a lot of weird stuff going on. Yeah, there's a there's just a whole lot happening right now. It's like you could just take the seance theory and just like do a, a, a whatever you wanted with it and just turn into this crazy just event. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a huge. It's and just, then so Ram Joss tries to banish it. That doesn't work. It traps Christine as she tries to get out. Like it like it like wings a a. um telepathically moves a, a big desk in front of the door as she's trying to leave. Like and then most it, things that happen to her in her life, it's not going well. No, it's not going well. And then it pukes up her kitten. Yes, it's disgusting. More puking. Yeah, yeah. A lot, there's a and, lot of um, vomit and projectiles. A lot, <laughs> lot of vomit and, and like a lot of um, bodily fluids yeah, pretty in this gross. movie. Pretty gross, but I like it. Um. Yeah, so I love it though. It pukes up like so. So it's just this dude. I mean, because he's he's possessed, but yeah. his mouth just like wah, and the kitten just like what comes out. And um, and then Sean Sandia finally comes to, yep. and she banishes the Lamia successfully. And Christine hugs her, and she's like, "You did it!" But, but then, Sean dies in her arms. She sure, she sure does. Yep, it was just too womp, much. Womp. Yeah. Um, so then they're outside and Christine is saying like, oh, she can't believe that Sean, you know, Sandia waited her whole life to get the Lamia. And on her last night alive, she did it. And Ram Joss is like, oh, no, 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 no. That ain't what happened. She drove it from the seance, but she did not get rid of it. And mm. when the night ends, it will come for the owner it's of the like, cursed object. Dude, like, when is this going to end? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then he tells her. Her only chance is to give the button to someone else. But that means that they um, 
will burn in hell for eternity. Better you than me. That's what I say. <laughs> so, yeah. So Christina's driving home and she's telling him like, no, it's all over. It's fine. Um, and then she sees Miss Ganesh. Um, and it turns out that Clay has almost hit an old man crossing the street. Mm -hmm. I think the old man tells him to go to hell. You burn in hell, crazy old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, you burn in hell. <laughs> crazy old yeah, man. Yeah, you're bringing your A-game on the uh, impressions too there. Well, you know I always come with the impressions. You always <laughs> come with the impressions. Or I try to. Um, so, so Clay pulls up at her house and she tells him she'll meet him at the station for the trip. There's just something she has to take care of first because the they're morning. getting ready to go away for the weekend. And then she realizes, oh, no, her envelope with the button in it is gone. All, and she's, they, like, well, going through when, his papers on the floor. When they hit the brakes, not hit the guy, all the, all the papers came uh, out yeah, of her Yeah, yeah, her stuff falls out, yeah. Flying, right. So she's, like, ruffling, rifling through the papers on the floor, and she finds the envelope, and she's like, oh, thank God. And she leaves. Yep. And then later, she sits at a diner, and she's eyeing people to give the button to, and she spots this, like, older man with also an oxygen, dr oxygen tank. drinking coffee and then yelling at the waitress. And oh, being, right, being rude to being the waitress. Ge being generally unpleasant to everyone. <laughs> yeah, being rude to the waitress. <laughs> yeah. She's like, really, I know people really that come and they key, drink coffee. Key way to be there. And they don't tip. And she's like, just bring me, or she's just mean. Yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, she's like, just bring me another coffee. It, or I, I'll give you, she has, she's bring me another coffee or I'll give you a tip you won't forget. That's she's right. like threatening to give her the button. Well, if my, if I had been cursed and I might die, I'd probably be fairly rotten too. So I, maybe, yeah, maybe. But, I mean, maybe that's part of what this is about is what that fear of death will do to us. Like the, the lengths we'll go to Dude, I don't even want to the, think about that. the way we'll behave when we are afraid that death is imminent, imminent. Yeah, telling you, man. Um, yeah, that's scurry. That's a downer. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer. That's a bummer. So, yeah, she's being rude to the waitress and she's eyeing people to give the button to. And she spots an older man with an oxygen tank. But then his wife, like, brings him food. His little wife brings that him food. That would just she's be like, so, oh, so horribly it. mean to do that to that man. I, I can't imagine. Yeah, that. like, she's like, she can't do it. And so she calls Stu. And she threatens to tell Mr. Jax that he stole the loan file yeah, off her desk. Sure does. And gave it to another bank. And and he he comes running because she's like, you better be here in 10 minutes. And he, like, books it over there. And she almost gives him the envelope. She's like, I just need to give this to you. And he's yeah. like, but I thought you were going to. She's like, I just need to give this to you. Just you understand this belongs to you. She's about to give him the envelope. And he starts crying. Yes, and she's does. just like, ugh. And she tells him he's to leave. He's such a loser. Like, come on, And dude. he's like, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm so right. sorry. Thank you. I'm just ass. And then she <laughs> sees Mrs. Ganesh's obituary. And she goes back to Ras Ramjas. And she asks him. If she can gift the button to someone who's already dead. And he says, yeah, he, you know, he looks some things why up. He, says, yeah, he thinks he thinks that'll There's work. There's really apparently no rules to any of this. So why the hell? Yeah, not? Like he's like, well, you know, in, in some cultures, I guess they give they give gifts to the dead. So, yeah, like I think that would work. So she drives to the cemetery. And while she's driving there, Mrs. Ganesh's handkerchief flies into her windshield and oh, then gets yeah. sucked up into her car yep, yep. and flies out of the vent into her face. And she almost chokes on it. Yeah, she she's like – and she like stops the car and gets out and pries it off her face and tries to go down her throat. And she pulls it out and she like rips it up. But coincidentally, she is already at the cemetery. 
So she goes in and she digs Mrs. Ganesh up. Sure does. And she she pries open the coffin and she wrestles with the corpse until it manages somehow to pull out some of her hair. Yeah, again. And she's like, that's the last bit of my hair you get. Well, it's like the second time she's ripped her hair out. Yeah. And yeah, again, it's, it's this awkward, ridiculous. just disgusting fumbling with it's so gross and she's like fumbling around with the corpse. and just and then she tries to like she tries to like put the envelope in the corpse's hand but like nope. the you know rigor mortis i guess it's like stiff and it won't go in so she shoves it down her throat is that when she says i christine whatever fear by yeah. give this gift yeah to you i christine brown choke on it, you stupid officially bitch. <laughs> give this give this make yeah. the gift of this to you and yeah and she i love it I she love shoves it down her throat <laughs> And like it's storming out now, and the grave is filling with water. It's like and in Christina... Poltergeist, right when they're in the backyard, right? Yes, yeah. but that's the swimming pool. I mean, yeah, it's, it's also same. a mass grave. Same kind of but... thing. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. So she's like, she's like trying to get out. She almost drowns. She finally makes it out as the sun is rising. Yep. Um, and uh, the mud in the cemetery scene, by the way, towards the end of the film, mm-hmm. it's made out of methyl cellulose. What the hell and is that? Oreo cookie dye. Why could they I don't just know use, what why that is. Why could they just use mud? But it's made out of that and Oreo cookie dye. I mean, that sounds like a lot so of apparently, work. So apparently, just use mud. they couldn't use regular mud because mud is because free. <laughs> she has serious allergies. Ah, okay. And so, like regular mud that had things in it, Got it. like Got it. if it wasn't like something pure and clean it or something, manu- apparently it she has had to allergies. Be manufactured, okay. Yeah, or or like it would have, or it would have to be like serious, like facial mud or something like that, probably. Okay. Um, but anyways, the special effects team also built a steel tank in the shape of a triangle. Okay. And so they created dams in the set, mm-hmm. um, so that they could adjust the height of the mud from all three sides while they were pouring the okay. concoction in. That's cool. Um, yeah. So that's another like pretty. Yeah. Pretty heavy duty thing yeah. they cooked up there to do That's that, pretty good. right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, okay, so she gets out as the sun is rising, and at home she takes a shower, and Mr. Jax leaves a message as she's showering that he found yeah. out what Stu did, and she's going to be talking the to assistant him manager anymore. when she comes in on Monday morning. Yeah, we won't be hearing from him again. Yeah. Everything's and she's great. gonna be the assistant going manager. It's so nice, the world's yeah, great. Yeah, she's going on a trip, she's got yeah. the job. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> She gets the train station. There's like a store there, and she sees a pretty blue, new coat. She, you know, coat. she's lost her button, so she yep. gets a new blue coat. Yep. And when she meets Clay, and he, he, she, she does the right thing. And what did he have in his pocket while he's waiting? Well, for hold her? on, hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> she meets Clay. She admits to him that it was her decision not to give Mrs. Ganish the loan. And then Clay tells her it's too bad she got rid of the old coat. Because he found the button for it. And he figures she mistook the envelope with her button Hold for on. the one with his collectible coin. Well, I was only going to say just back it up. Because remember, he has the ring with him in his pocket before. When we're oh. when, 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 when she's in the store buying the coat, he's standing on the platform. And he pulls and out. And he's got a ring. He's got the ring. Yeah. So he was going to propose. So anyway. she's going to get engaged and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you were jumping ahead. No, 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 no. no and no, you ahead. were actually nope, backing nope, me up. Nope. You're good. Go My ahead. bad. You are. Um, but yes, he. so he was going to propose to her. So she was yeah. going to have the job. She was going to get proposed to. She like, got it all. Got it all. Um, she she 
took the curse back to Mrs. Ganna. She's she's everything's perfect. The end. No, Except not. Not so much. Because he he found the button and she must have mistook the envelope. And, you, and, and you're the audience watching. You're going, oh, my God. Yeah, you're like, oh, <laughs> crap. Oh, no. Um, the first time I saw this, I know. I was like, wait a minute. They're they're going to do this? Like, wait, they're and really going to do this? Then, but you you are not really ready for what's going to happen, really, I don't think. But No. I mean, so she panics. Here yeah. it comes. She panics. And she backs away until she falls down onto the train tracks. And he's like, whoa, and whoa, stop, train... stop, stop. Because she's like slowly. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, and she just like right. and keeps she backing falls up, keeps onto backing the track. Up. And she falls onto the tracks, yeah. like on her back. And then the train is coming and Clay yes. reaches down to get her, but the earth opens up and there's fire and arms come out and grab her. Yep. And like the train comes over as like she's getting dragged under and Claire yep. is just like, Clay rather, is just like staring in shock. Yeah, well, I mean. And then he just, I love it do? though. They have a close up of him and he's like staring there in shock and then he just looks at the button. Right. <laughs> like, because of this thing? Like. Yep all because of this little thing and then we get the final like the black screen it just says drag me to hell i love that all in caps and i love that i love that that was a great um, title to throw up there at the end so i have a little bit about the her getting dragged under okay the vfx team built a hydraulic cylinder okay and two types of like clear lucite chairs okay um on a green screen set and she would like get on the chairs and then the puppeteers were in like the green suits oh, wow. with prosthetic hands to pull her down goodness and so then while she was on the chairs they would lower her into the cylinder that's, and that was filled with like plastic rubber rocks so that they awesome. would look similar to the rocks on the train tracks and they just composited it all together then huh yep and then they that, just composited it all together it looks, Isn't that it looks cool? good it looks good it looks really good it does um and, but that yeah. is like that I mean I, I don't know if it's 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 certainly not out of nowhere but it's kind of like a it's it's kind of a sucker punch because you're kind of like you know I didn't, wasn't sure you didn't think it was going to be a happy ending but you're like damn that she, yeah you're like that oh, is hardcore man. which is one of the things I love about it which is why Ooh. I have to tell you about what the original ending was going to be yeah I'd love to hear that I, I don't know that I and you'll tell me what you think I've seen this now twice but I didn't I never really done much research in it but so so. The original ending, I don't know if the, oh maybe the original or an earlier ending and an, an earlier idea for Whatever. the ending. Yeah, yeah. Um was that as a as a B plot, mm -hmm. um uh Clay's mother hires Stu to um assassinate or I guess it's not assassinate, but to 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 murder yeah. Christine because she, she doesn't want her son to marry her. She, she's not a head of state. I don't think assassinate could qualify. Yeah, so that. it's not assassinate. <laughs> so she, so but she hires. So the mother yeah, hires yeah. Stu sure, sure. to kill yeah. Christine so that her son won't marry her. Sure. And then he shows up at the train station when they've just realized that the button and the thing have been switched. He shows up at the train station with a gun. Okay. And somehow she gets the button. She gets the button to him. He takes something or something. I can't remember exactly how it happens, but he okay. ends up with the button. And so he gets dragged to hell. So was this an idea? Was this shot or is this was just an no, idea? No, I think this was just an earlier idea, I which okay. I feel like okay. not as powerful at no, all. No, right? no, like, no, no, no. Because is... I feel like that is so just like. 
we standard spent, we spent no, societal no, like we spent, societal morality. The worst person has to be the one who gets punished. We we spent and, the whole ninety ugh. minutes watching her do everything she could to get out of this, and we thought she did, yeah. and then bam, nope. Yeah, it's it's right. got to be about her. Yeah. It can't yeah. like yeah. suddenly be oh she just gets out of it because some other guy mm-hmm. is worse than her. Like it's like. It it would just be like a stereotypical like the movies where it's like well they had sex so they're dying mm-hmm. right. like right. it's the he's the worst guy so he goes to hell yep we want him to go to hell because he's a worse person than she go is go to hell and you die yes um, no I agree this was the perfect and it would definitely I think this it, was just it, so it much me. it packs a punch uh, yeah um, yes it does the and first was... time I saw it I remember being like oh yeah Damn. oh my god they did it like right. they went there right. And that, what I loved like, this time was I hadn't seen it in so long, probably 10 years, and I was so excited to watch that scene again because I hadn't seen it in so long. And I mm-hmm, thought, okay, mm-hmm. this, this is going to be so much fun to watch again. And I was – yeah, it was great. I love that. Yeah, I definitely I definitely remember like the first time I saw it being like, oh, <gasps> <Yeah>. what? <It's, laughs> that was so cool. It, it's unique. It's a, it, it, it's a different kind of movie. Like I said, it, it's got these things that remind me of other movies. Um, mm-hmm. it's unique. It's interesting. It, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, you know, it's this cool, like curse movie that I think is a good, you know, yeah. like topic. And I like yep. how they did it. Yeah. I think it's very entertaining. I like it. I mean, it's funny and I mean, it's, it's scary. It's, it's, it's gross, which I like. Um, it, it checks a lot of boxes for me, you know? So I, I do have to hit on another, another, um, another social justice moment. Okay. <laughs> Please. Tara's social justice moments. Mm, yes, it'll be a, um, all right. a new, Some critics complained segment. about this. They said it was sort of misogynistic and that it was kind of like a, well, women shouldn't be too ambitious because that's not how, you know, oh, women who are see, too ambitious I, I and don't. try to get competitive, they go to hell. <sighs> you know um, what? I'm, I'm sorry. That, that's going that, that's going too deep for me. I, I just um, – I can <laughs> – I can see it. Like, I mean, I as that's... a woman, I've seen this shit and I can see it, but I don't really think that that's what it was meant to be at all. No. I feel like, no, I feel not. like it's that not. is, if that is there, I feel like the reason it's a woman is not because it's about teaching women a lesson that they yeah. go to hell if they try to get ahead like a man would. I think it's about, it's a woman because you want it to be someone who feels more more innocent and vulnerable and and sweet in that way that like you know she's like you wouldn't care if it was a dude that, you wouldn't care she is that country girl she's that sweet farm girl you would not give a crap yeah, if it was a it guy it needs to you be someone care. it needs to be someone who seems sweet and innocent and yeah it just wouldn't work as no, well with it a guy wouldn't have i don't worked. think yeah, um, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm so sorry. I can't. While I understand, while I understand the the idea that they are that they are proposing, yeah, I don't think that's what it really no. is. No, 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 no. I can't get on board. I think that's or what it really. I think it's. I think it's worth more than just that. I yeah. I don't think that's. I think that's simplifying it too much. I think that's going far with it. I don't think that's what they meant at all. I think I don't think it has anything to do with it. Nope. Yeah, nope. I think it simplifies it simplifies what the movie is getting at. It it's it's hitting the wrong mark, I think, mm-hmm. for the movie because I think the movie is more about like when you are 
cursed. Like that's, that's what it's about. It's not. That, yeah, that's what that it's about. shit is serious. <laughs> yes. Like it is yes. not just like, oh, we get it. It was about like this can happen to anybody. It's supposed to be scary. This can happen to anybody. Right. We were talking a little bit earlier about it's that like like death comes for us all. Yeah. You know, no, they, and, they, they um, dig deep into this and it's like, yeah, it makes you it, can't get scary. out of it. It's you real. Can't, you can't some things you can't get away from. You nope. just can't be good enough to get away yep. it's, or, it, it's or do the right things to get away. You know, it's not just some silly subplot or, you know, some stupid story like this is like yeah. really happening to her and like, holy crap, what would happen? So, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not buying that whole that that uh, whatever you mentioned. I think that's crazy, too. No, it's just a story about this, and I think it's well done, and I yeah. found it entertaining. And that's that, I think that's all there is to it. Yeah. So you were saying it reminds you of some other films. It does um, apparently borrow fairly heavily from Jacques Tournier's film, Curse of the Demon. I haven't seen that. Um, from 1957. Okay. It was based on a story called Casting the Runes by M.R. James. Okay. And um, it's – the ending is very similar. Okay. Um, the the ending in the train station and like the kind the way she the way she goes out is very similar. Um, so apparently it borrows it borrows quite a bit from that. Okay. So someday I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I have a couple little more tidbits for you. Okay. This is the only PG thirteen rated horror film that Sam Raimi has directed. I think I did hear that. <laughs> and I yeah. find that interesting because. PG thirteen horror movies are often very. Uh, Jaws is rated PG. I'll just and, point that out. Yeah, well, Jaws is not just a horror movie though. It is PG. a. It is so much more I than just I, a horror I, I, movie. I just always use that as an example um, of ratings. It's yeah. But it's horror movies, a lot of the time, like PG thirteen ones, I I often feel like they're like a little weak sauce. This is not. <laughs> no, a lot of times it honestly just means there's just not as much. Just, you know, senseless violence, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, um, or, so there or, you go. Or, so there's a little language. tidbit. And then here's the other tidbit. Okay. Bruce Campbell. Yes. Has appeared one way or another in every other film Raimi has directed. Oh, is he, is he in this somewhere? I didn't see he him. He turned down a role oh. because he was busy being on Burn Notice, the TV oh, show. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like I would have noticed him in there, and I, yeah. and I don't remember. Nope. This is, okay. this is the one that oh. he couldn't do. Oh, well. That's okay. This is the one that he we couldn't love, do. Everybody loves Bruce Campbell. So, <clears throat> so sad. Yeah. Um, this was entertaining. It is good. Yeah. I... I really like this movie. Mm -hmm. I think um, despite the the feeling of some people that it's misogynistic, no. I definitely think it's worth a watch. I'm not I think it. I think that is not the intent at all and not the nope. not the main message that I get from the movie. No, heck no. Um by any means. Nope. Um especially because like she ends up getting the promotion. Yeah. So she just happens to die because of a horrible curse. What are you going to do? Yeah. Like she, like in the office place, although is she, she dead? is cutthroat, she is competitive and she gets the freaking promotion in the end. Yeah, she does. That's right. Right. She you gets, know, so she gets the hat. The world is hers until, you know, and unfortunately it's until not. the curse, because the <laughs> right. curse is indiscriminate right, and she's right. been cursed and that's it. That's, right. that's the end. That's right. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like they're, they're a little off base on that one, but yeah, I think I it's definitely worth watching. Um, I think it holds up well. Yeah. 
I mean, it's 10 year old movie. Yeah. 12, 10, 10 years old now. Yeah. Yeah. 10 or, ten, yeah. yeah. 10 or 11 now. Yeah, 12 right. years old now. Yeah. 11, 12 years old now. Yeah. And um, it holds up, I think. No, that's good. I, I, I don't think there's anything that's dated really. So no, no, even the, um, even the effects didn't look to me like, Oh, that's so silly. Yeah, like no, they looked good. pretty good. They're good. They're good. Yeah. I like this movie. Yeah. It's good. We recommend watching it. I do. I think absolutely. we both do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Good movie. All right. So next up, guys, we're doing The Fog with Ooh, Adrian Barbeau. Very exciting. John the 1980s one. Uh, yes. John Carpenter. Oh, love it. It's so good. Can't wait to talk uh, about it. Very, very excited about that. Yes. Um, excited to be getting back to some like more classic horror, too, which mm, should be fun. Yeah. And I will do our our infamous now outro please 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 i beg of you i'm i'm yes i beg of you i am a proud woman but i yeah. will beg you don't, hey you know what don't 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 uh don't shame tara right <laughs> don't do not shame me yeah, subscribe to the podcast do not shame me or she'll barf all over uh, <laughs> no i won't that's gross no um, probably not but do please um subscribe follow um you know get get so you get the notifications and all that stuff. Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever. Um, I think you can even rate us on Facebook if you can't rate us on um, wherever you're listening. Bring it. And um, don't forget, guys, you can also send us your movie suggestions. We we do do them. You can hear us telling yes. you that we've done a suggestion from somebody. So send us your movie suggestions. Send us your thoughts on stuff we've watched so far. You can send all that to the scary movie project at gmail.com. Yes. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram Please. at the scary movie project. Peace out. Look both ways before crossing the street. Always. The scary movie project podcast is produced by Tara Garwood and Matt Lulich. Learn more at the scary movie Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.